waves lapped the sandy beach of the Island of Women, ruled by a Mayan high priestess until Spanish explorers arrived in the 1500s. The island's inhabitants were believed to worship a Mayan goddess. However, scholars may be wrong in which Mayan deity they worshipped. The deity could have been the Mayan rainbow and medicine goddess Ishel. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 137, the confusing Mayan rainbow and medicine goddess, Ishel. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. In the beginning, there was the Pacific Ocean. A canoe broke the horizon, piloted by Pele a beautiful Polynesian maiden who dominated the waves until she felt safe to stop. The audiobook of Our Legends from the Pacific Book 1 is now available, narrated by multi-award-winning voice actress Emily Wu Zeller. Emily has worked on anime, the video game Cyberpunk 2077, and over 500 audiobooks including Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view. Just click the link in our show notes to purchase our audiobook and enjoy Emily telling our stories today. I'm a bit excited talking about the Mayans, since their sprawling civilization touched the Pacific Ocean and Gulf of Mexico, making them one of our show's rare civilizations that touched two bodies of water. Later in this episode, your featured song in Hawaiian word, but first, let me share with you the case of this perplexing deity. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. Long ago, the beautiful goddess of the moon was admired by many and closely guarded by her grandfather. The sun god was captivated by her beauty and wanted her as a wife. He transformed into a hummingbird to avoid her grandfather and flew beside the goddess. She enjoyed the hummingbird's company, but her grandfather noticed it and shot the bird with a tranquilizing dart. The moon goddess nursed the hummingbird and when he was strong enough, took his original form. The goddess was taken by the sun god, and he asked her to run away with him. She agreed. As they fled, her grandfather threw lightning at them. The lovers changed into animals to avoid them. The goddess turned into a crab, but was struck through the heart and died. Dragonflies and various creatures who loved the goddess swarmed to heal her. Thirteen hollowed-out logs were created, Twelve of them shattered, revealing sacred serpents, and the goddess emerged from the thirteenth. The sun god asked her to marry him. She agreed, and they lived in his heavenly domain. However, the sun god's brother was also taken by the goddess. His frequent visits made the sun god jealous, causing him to beat and abuse the goddess. She fled, and while wandering, encountered a buzzard who volunteered to take her to his master, the king of buzzards. She agreed, was taken by the handsome king, and remained with him. Soon, 
the jealous sun god discovered where his goddess was and who she was with. He hid in a carcass of an animal, and when a buzzard showed up, he pounced it and demanded to be taken to its king. The moon goddess saw her husband, and dread filled her. The sun god apologized for treating her harshly, promised he changed, and begged her to return home with him. She agreed. However, the sun god returned to his abusive ways and scarred the beautiful goddess's face. The goddess remained in the heavens, but wanders in the night away from her abusive husband. While she could cure her scarred face, she keeps it as a warning to women and men who admire the moon's flawed beauty. As always, a big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon members. Christopher, Meg, Jessica Bullock, Edward Puetlohenki, Felisa H., The Makuli Guy, and of course, Ren Shepard. Your support keeps our show going. If you'd like to support our show, please click the link in our show notes and become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member to enjoy an exclusive monthly Hawaiian story, like the rare tale of who the Hawaiian volcano god was before Pele, and other nifty benefits. Your rewards are waiting for you, so become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member today. Now, that was a powerful story, right? Well, our astute listeners may have noticed I didn't say our episode's goddess, Ishel, was a moon goddess. And they'd be right, because our story was about the Mayan moon goddess, which doesn't mean it was a story of our goddess, Ishel. What? I know, you're probably thinking, why would I share a story that may not be connected with our episode's goddess? Well, as you recall in our opening story, women made pilgrimages to the island to worship the goddess of the moon, which many claim was Ishel, and connected her to the story. However, scholars in recent time believe this may have been a mistake. So, how did this happen? No one's really sure, but I'll draw some connections on how this may have occurred. You see, things we know about Ishel is she's either a beautiful maiden or old crone. She usually has a snake on her head and holds an upside-down water jug. Ishel is the goddess of rainbows, rain, midwifery, medicine, and healing. She's also associated with jaguars. Okay, let's analyze this. Medicine was linked with healing, specifically warriors, which are connected with jaguars. So far, so good. She is known for rainbows and rain. Rain comes from her abdomen and armpits. So, where does the upside-down water jug come into play? That is believed to represent the world-ending flood, or is connected to a celestial dragon. The serpent on her head may establish this connection, but certainly establishes her celestial status. Here's where things start going a little off track. Because she's the goddess of rain and midwifery, some may have connected her with fertility and labeled her as the moon goddess. Because of this, Ishel has been depicted with rabbits and possibly a third form known as the mother. But if you recall from our story, she shapeshifted into a crab and shapeshifting doesn't seem to be one of her abilities. Also, a major factor of why Ishel may not be the moon goddess is she's only in one recorded story, where she is noted for birthing 13 sons. That's right, in what may be the only time she's mentioned in ancient and modern records, the moon isn't mentioned. Now, could Ishel be the Mayan goddess of the moon? Well, it is possible, but I'll leave that for you to decide. Today, Michelle has been seen in various media, 
including Marvel Comics and the video game Smite. So, what we learn? Personally, I think it's strange how Ishel is the goddess of so many things compared to other gods of this age who are only associated with one or two things, not to mention the lack of documented stories about her. While researching this episode, I kept coming across women and aging. For the record, I was raised by women. I was taught to treat them as equals and have a higher respect for elders. Because of this, my worldview may be a bit skewed. Anywho, I've always felt it's sad how women are largely valued based on youth and beauty. On the subject of how unfair aging is to women, Terry Pratchett, author of the Discworld series, put it a good way when he stated, Men are at an advantage because their sage-like long white beard hide many aged features, whereas elderly women aren't as fortunate. Personally, I've always treated elderly women, or as us locals call them, tutus, with the utmost respect. Sure, there's also elderly men, but an elderly woman could shut them down, and I'd rarely see the reverse. Plus, there are few things scarier than a tutu on the warpath. And finally, I'd like to address our moon goddess story. I ended it by noting how brutal and unnecessary domestic violence is for women and men, because one of my male friends was abused by his girlfriend. While it's rare for men to be the victim, it should remind us that there really is no excuse for domestic violence, regardless of gender. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and write a review. I'd really appreciate it, as well as our future listeners. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions, sound effects for Best Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is When You Say Nothing At All by Arden Cho, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is naheka. Naheka means snake. An example of naheka is Indiana Jones hates naheka. Once again, naheka is Hawaiian for snake. Can't say I blame him. Super glad Hawaii doesn't have any. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho! Hawaii.